Welcome to the dark forest Jackie and her pals will never bore us Shameless confessions about our obsessions Will make us laugh and smile So let's explore the dark forest And dark down for a I'm Jackie Cation, and welcome to the <laughs> to the podcast. Just faked out my guests with one of those things that they do on TV. Uh, welcome to Dork Forest, and uh, you know the website, JackieCation.com. Redone, just redone by Vilmos. You should get yours redone by Vilmos, because uh, that's what Vilmos does for a living. So uh, he did a great job on mine. Anyway, uh, the music, the song you just heard, Welcome to the Dark Forest. Uh, that uh, is Mr. Mike Rickberg, and he also does the closing music, uh, just a song he sang impromptu on the show that I've cannibalized. So, there is a donation button. Feel free to donate. Or this month, why don't you donate to somebody who might need a sandwich? What the hell? Uh, New Year's Eve, I'm going to be in Texas with Maria Bamford uh, at the Cap City a comedy club in Austin, Texas. <laughs> Welcome to the show, gentlemen. I have in my house uh, Ben Acker and Ben Blacker, which is weird that your names rhyme and it's awesome. But you guys do one of the coolest things I ever saw, which was the thrilling adventure hour over at Largo, uh, a, a radio show, an old timey radio show that you act out in a theater. Welcome to the show, Ben Blacker. Thank you, Jackie. There you go. Thanks and for having us. Welcome to the show, Ben Acker. Thank you. This is my voice. That's right. It'll be different. It'll be weird. <laughs> Uh, so, um, we're gonna, uh, my first question, you guys, uh, old-timey radio dorks? What do you think? <laughs> Not in the least. No. <laughs> uh, we... In fact, we should make clear, before we even start, okay. Ben and I do not act out the show. No, we you guys professional, are professional, the... fantastic actors who... You uh, do have professional, fantastic yeah. actors, but you're professional, fantastic writers and creators, correct? Yeah. Yes. Is that what you guys do? It's Great totally our show, but, like, you don't, you don't expect to see us or hear us. And you're welcome. In the, yeah, you're welcome. Uh, we, we don't love uh, old-time radio. We love um, what we think it is in our brains, and that's the show we're trying to make a little bit. Um, yeah, going into it six years ago, we started the show six years ago. Wow. We knew nothing. Like, we never really listened to that stuff, maybe here and there. I heard in college, I was driving from home to school after Thanksgiving break, and I heard on the radio somebody doing, like, doing really good old-time radio. I heard that, and I was like, this is great. I'm about to graduate. Wherever they're doing this out of, I think I should go there and do this, because this is great. Like, this is storytelling, and this is evocative, and this is a thing. And I stayed in my driveway at my house listening to the credits to hear where they are doing this thing. So you could intern was, for Yeah, them. or whatever. Like, <laughs> right. my, the world's my oyster, and it was like, sure. this is a rebroadcast of a 1938 episode of The Shadow, <laughs> so good luck with the time machine, buddy. Um, just go yeah. make your own sometime. Yeah. But uh, when we started, a friend asked, uh, we were telling a guy who is smarter than everyone we know, put together, um, about this endeavor, and he said, oh, he got very excited. Do you have an encyclopedic knowledge of old-time radio? And I said, oh, no, oh I don't. God. And he was so sad because he wanted to talk about one episode of Jack Benny on a Tuesday where there wow. was a blooper or something, and it yeah. was like, no, we're just writing a thing where cowboys fight robots. Yeah. Yeah, and that, and so that was. I mean, the thing is, is the inspiration was cowboys would fight robots, <laughs> and that's what it became. That's what it built off of. Pretty much, we wrote a feature script that was Sparks Nevada, Marshall on Mars, which is our space western. Yes, it is. Sparks <laughs> Nevada, Marshall on Mars is awesome. Well, thank you. It, we, it's we, really I saw an atlas in college and saw that Sparks was a town in Nevada and said, "That's my western hero." 
Yeah. Oh, that's a great and name. And it is a thing, a name and a character we had played with. Like, we wrote a Malcolm in the Middle spec 12 years ago that had a Sparks Nevada character. Really? Stuff like that. And so we had a reading of the feature in our in Blacker's living room, and all the actors were so much better than the material. That it would, like, the material was really good. We're really good at it, but they were <laughs> great. And it was like, how do we exploit this? Yeah. Uh, and I'd worked on Paul's Largo show, the Paul Tompkins show. Best oh. show in town. Friend uh, of the show, Paul of Tompkins. FOS. And uh, so I'd had, like, a, you know, a lesson on the ins and outs of this kind of monthly show. And the radio conceit meant that we could uh, have the actors hold scripts in hand and not ask too much of them, you know. No blocking and that kind of thing. And now, is it is there a lot of rehearsal, or is it pretty minimal? There's a one rehearsal the week of the show. We do. We run everything okay. twice in the rehearsal, and then yeah. we, we run it at the at the venue. The which is which is a way kind of to get people to do it because I mean you're oh, yeah, like I'm super busy, and I can hold the script in my hand. That's great. Yeah. It's but, never a big ask, especially now as we're getting more and more working actors. Uh, right. You know, actors who are on regular series and that kind of thing. James Urbaniak from Venture Brothers. Absolutely. Uh, we did have a, a question as a, they, or not not a question, just a Is request. Is it a question for James? It's I'll, no. I'll, I'll, we'll field, I'll field that. Field that. If you can field the <laughs> All right, James. everyone. Hello. <laughs> James Urbaniak. Everyone on the um, cast does a James Urbaniak and a Mark Evan Jackson. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Some of them do, Paul. <laughs> oh, that is an excellent Paul. It's, uh, I don't. Uh, Ben's a real impression dork. Is he? No. no. It's a, it's no, but a, I know James Adomian. Oh, there you go. I know James Adomian. Uh, he could be on the show. Let's call him. We would love to have him. And uh, so, you know, uh, if you could sleep with Abbott or Costello. No. Anyway, so uh, who did you have the crush on? Abbott or Costello? It's got to be. It's Harpo. Gotta, Harpo? Yeah. Nice. Good choice. Good Thank choice. You. I always like Chico myself. Well, ethnics. Uh, you like the ethnics. I did go ethnic. I did go ethnic. <laughs> I like Harpo because he won't talk in the morning. That is nice. The silence. You're going to love this hour. But, but all the horns. <laughs> the horns. No, exactly. And the harp in bed. And the, and the handshaking. It's shaking. a nice interlude. It is. Sure. I like her. puts his leg in my hand. <laughs> so you do one show a month, so you have to write a new show every month, essentially, we do. right? We do. Okay. And what? You want a letter behind the curtain? Is that really what you want to do? No, we have to write a new show every month. <laughs> no, we, we had a five-year run at M-Bar. Okay. And so we moved to Largo. We went back to episode one so that we can start the podcast from the beginning. Oh, right. And so rather than write fresh new things now that we're ostensibly busy with a show business career, right. we are using the fact that we've written the thing for yeah. five years to do a new draft and like polish yeah. the hell out of it and, and do a better We're doing show. a big polish. We're doing one You do a big polish thirds. on every show each <laughs> Well, month. it's one to two thirds new yeah. for us. I mean, it's new for the audience because we have a They're, mostly new audience. Since right, right. Because the M bar, there were, what, 12 to 70 people there exactly. on any given... <laughs> serving literally dozens every month. Yeah, we can exactly. entertain up to 107. <laughs> <laughs> and 25 of them were cast members. Yes. <laughs> and, yeah, three That'll fill the room, though. That'll look yep. nice. Absolutely. That'll be super no, nice. Great. Mm -hmm. You had John DiMaggio bellowing from the back. <laughs> Mostly for more drinks, but also because he enjoyed the, the sure. show. Why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't he? It's uh, so I don't know a lot about uh, like you know because they sell those things at the at the roadside uh, gas yes. stations where <laughs> supposedly it's and it's I've tried to listen to them and they're always the worst choices. I yes. don't know. Isn't it all public domain? Shouldn't they be able to get the greatest stuff in the world? And you can on iTunes. My wife and I uh, drove to Florida and back last year for Christmas. We're flying this year. Oh. You're welcome. 
Um, <laughs> that was for her. But, oh, uh, yeah, there you go. She'll be listening. Long time we listen to a number of those, uh, and you really have to sort through to find the good ones. Yeah. There, there's there's so much out there. Like, yeah, you can there get, are a lot. I think there's podcasts, but there's, like, website caches. Like, here's a ton of old-time radio. Yeah. What's good? Who knows? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. I, I like the, the TV museum, the, the mm-hmm. radio and TV museum, oh, yeah. and just going to that and, and, and watching old. But I, 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 don't do, I don't do any of it enough. So, it, I mean, I, but what, what is dangerous and awesome about the show is that you guys know just a little bit. And what we're <laughs> going to do is we're going to make it, make it, we're going to bring it. Well, and you really do. It's really a, exciting. We did a th- thank you. Sure. We did a thing once uh, with uh, 826LA, the nonprofit, where we oh, went right. to the Hammer Museum. And kind of taught kids about old time radio. Yeah, they do these workshops. Okay. Like, teach like a very little, and then do stuff with them. Like, right, and then mess around. around. And, they write and... their own, and like we brought some of our actors to like act out the ones they did. And uh, Blacker was a teacher, so he is good at that stuff. Uh huh. Uh huh. The interacting of children and making sure that they shut up and sort of sure they understand things. Right. And so he played though he had clips because that's because he's good at it and he had a clip of the Lone Ranger broadcast. Okay. And it was really it was interesting to me and hopefully to your listeners. Yeah. That by complete coincidence and no research at all, the way we introduced our western and the way they introduced their western from like what they said to describe them to the sound effects to where the music comes in all lined up. Perfectly, exactly. We're going to ignore the phone in the background. Uh, th- so what I happens is... Maybe we're taking callers. <laughs> Let's take call. Brian Tatoski, is that you? It's, Hi. It's Julie and, uh, asking not to discuss your plans. <laughs> right. Florida. Julie, please don't tell. Uh, it's Blacker. Please don't tell that the house is going to be empty. Um, the amazing thing... Yes, that's the fantastic thing, is that it's going to go right to a machine so that I can screen the calls. This is a very professional... professional should I edit it out? No. I think edit it in. Yeah. Over the place. I think. Oh, sweet. There's going to be some. It's probably the ACLU. They're always calling <laughs> oh, they're me. they're shutting us down. <laughs> they're like, we've had enough of your civil liberties. <laughs> yeah. Take it on the arches, kids. Stop talking about your show on the show. <laughs> Oh, it's on behalf of the army. Oh, please get some coffee while it happens. I'm a, it'll be a nice clean cut then. Armenian genocide, huh? The Armenian genocide. I'm against it. Yeah, uh, I'm on the fence. I'll have to listen to the whole message. <laughs> I'm on the fence. It is yeah, nice. A genocide dork. <laughs> a huge genocide dork. We used to watch every year uh, in uh, in April. We had to watch the uh, well, the parade uh, first. Well, there was the parade. There was a slideshow uh, because you know what the Turks shouldn't have done? Taken quite as many photos. Uh, you know what? With... They're shutterbugs. Everyone knows that about the Turks. You <laughs> look at Wikipedia. <laughs> I was going to say genociders. Genociders <laughs> love to take a photo. Oh, <laughs> They're yeah, like, no. look what I'm doing. I want to they remember. Clog flicker. <laughs> I want to remember these people that we can't see anymore. Right. It's a, do you recognize any of your grandparents? I do. Excellent. And so my grandmother would watch and go, no, no. <laughs> Need it. He Need looks it. a little it. bit like that guy. <laughs> Sick. Well, it got dark, and uh, good for us. Um, so, uh, in the world of old-timey radio, before we go on to our own dorkdoms, no. which uh, is, is, let me just say, wait, is it thrillingadventurehour.com? Is that where they can hear it? Thrillingadventurehour.com. Or they iPod it on iTunes, one would imagine, We are right? now available on iTunes. We're now available. just starting to podcast. We leaked our first leak. Yeah, we leaked our first track, and uh, hopefully we're going to have some stuff up before Christmas. Is oh. your middle name Assange? 
because you have leaked something. Wick, uh, I'm here all week. Oh, we're Topical. also on Wikipedia. I love our page. Oh, you <laughs> so have a Wikipedia cool. page? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, sweet. I'm uh, gonna I'm gonna put down that like neither of you are gonna be home for Christmas. Uninterested in it. <laughs> Completely uninterested. Totally. Who cares? I'm glad it exists. Oh, this that, guy. That is nice. Yeah, I can't stop. He didn't. He didn't <laughs> sleep for three nights. Oh editing. I slept for three other nights. <laughs> there, you can sleep when you're dead, right? sir. You can't edit Wikipedia when you're dead, probably. <laughs> uh, but and at Wikipedia, they'll say that you're dead. But mm-mm, you, you're gonna need another source. <laughs> That's how that goes. So I Edgar Bergen. Uh, was an, was a. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm I'm queen of segues. Uh, We'll talk about Mark Maron. It was deft. And, uh, it was deft. <laughs> Seamless. <laughs> Edgar Bergen. Mm-hmm. Well, ventriloquist on the radio. Yeah. Yes. I've always loved that. I've always... Uh, well, it, magic on the we radio, had, too. We magic something. on the radio. Well, even before we did it. Listen, <laughs> it this is a podcast about them or us. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, who was the magician on the radio? I don't know. But they did it on a regular fairly... Oh, yeah. It was on because they had all kinds of variety shows. And would you just hear click, click, click? The magical linking rings. It. Yeah. Wow. Uh, whether it's... it was a magician or some or like a host of the show, I don't know. Have you ever heard of video description? Blind whispering for the blind. Oh yes, sure. Yeah, 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 sure. yeah. Video description. It's like he walked over to the window. Yeah. It's is uh, it actually whispered though? It's kind of whispered. It's kind of. That's it, amazing. It is kind of whispered because you know uh, what was uh. What's the uh, the spoiler alert? What's the movie with uh, Bruce Willis and the kid who's a ghost? Die Hard. Die yes, and in Die Hard when <laughs> uh, I'm so bad at deadpan. God dang it! And uh, so unbreakable. Now uh, whatever it is, M Night Shyamalan, the, the success. There we go. So uh, when you're ready for not the Hollywood Squares answer. Right, right. I, well, I was wondering if it was uh, like how they blind whispered that because they would just oh, constantly sure. the ruin it. Over. Did he's memento? sitting with his wife, but his wife isn't looking at him. <laughs> Be sure to note that his wife isn't looking. Be at sure him. to note. It's super subtle, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. What a great job writing yeah. those. Oh, writing <laughs> yeah. those. I, I expect that it's somebody just making it up as he goes. Oh, it, like, is it is not. It is not. There's uh, there are scripts. Yes. I would assume. Yeah. You guys are right, and I'm wrong. I only just heard about it. You know, what we're happy to know is that there's one. We're 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 taping in mono. That's that's fascinating. Oh, that's better. Hey, like you know what? Guess it's what? better. Is it? It's a purer hey, sound. You know what's going to be great? Right around minute fourteen, stereo. Nice. It's going to be sweet to a for podcast oh, that did that the other day. And I thought I take thought Mark Marin was in my car. Like <laughs> 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 when it kicked in. Oh, oh, all right. We're, Let, we're cool. Let's talk about Mark Marin's pod. You guys are fans of the Marin uh, podcast, WTFpod.com, right? Yes. Is that what it is? I've yeah. been on I get it, it on iTunes. You get it on iTunes. <laughs> you subscribe. It's I, just down I'm in the it. middle of him talking to Ira Glass. And, man, I just want to get yeah. in my car and listen to the rest That's of it. That's fantastic. Somewhere. That's great. It's the only podcast I listen to. Not this one. Uh, I listen to this one, but it's a special kind of hell. Uh, it's, <laughs> a, it's a special kind of hell for me to have to listen to this and go, did I just derail Marsha Wallace from talking about <laughs> drugs? What just happened? And <laughs> it's a it's hard to be hell. in the moment. I understand. <laughs> I'm working on it. Meditation. The secret. Did she get back to the Khalil drug Gibran? Uh, yeah, last episode she was on, and she was talking about how she liked those little grainies back in the '60s. Oh my God. Dexatril, she said they were called. Right. And, did she uh, that up? Did she talk uh, about what kind of drugs Newhart used? She. Di- there was not enough Newhart talk for me as I listened to it. Going, yeah. Everyone's going to be mad about that. Have her back. He's probably a lewds guy, right? Which one? Have her back. Have her back. Oh, I will. Oh, I will. 
And she was, it was her and Gary Shapiro. And, uh, the drug talk came up because Gary Shapiro, card carrying member of, uh, the pot, uh, sure. the, the, the pot dudes. Sure. He had had, uh, like, a Jolly Rancher before the show. And, uh, I was like, <laughs> is that a thing? And he's like, oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Just be cool. And Marsha Wallace doesn't, uh, she said every decade she tries pot, and every decade it continues to make her paranoid. Does she so, think it's going to get better or that she's going to get better? Uh, someone has talked her into it every every decade. They're like, it's different now. And she's like, is it? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, so. I wish that every decade she decided, like, I'm going to try what this decade's drug yeah. is. Like, in the early 90s, she's like, I'm going to go out and take ecstasy. Like, right? Not even go out. I assume she just did all, like, sitting at her breakfast table. Oh, yeah. Some sort of, some <laughs> someone sort of should bring it to Marsha Wallace, exactly. don't you think? Come on. Have some Be- respect. That's fair. I, I don't know what the current drug is. No. I can yeah, 80s, 90s. I I think it's some sort of mutant growth hormone, isn't it? Is it is <laughs> nice. that what it is? MGH. Nice segue, Jackie. Thanks, thanks for playing. <laughs> and uh, but I love that you guys are into comic books because I am new to comic books, not what? new new, but new enough that when I talk to people who've read them since they were kids, yeah. I have no idea. Uh, ben like, and I have actually never talked about them together, to each other. And action. Let's hear it. What it really? When did you uh, honestly? When did you start? I will tell you regularly collecting. I will and, tell you this: my like going to the comic store. My grandmother said, "Can I finish a sentence?" No, I anticipate <laughs> you. Listen, is this the creative God. process? We for this is how it is. <laughs> Look forward years. to this in the next thrilling adventure hour. <laughs> uh, no, my grandmother saved all my father and uncle's old comics, so I grew up uh, like looking forward to visits to her to get like. Some of that stash, and I grew up on Stan Lee and Jack Kirby and those guys. Right, because like, they wrote in the 50s and 60s? Is... 60s, yeah. 60s. Okay. Uh, and then I guess I, I went to the comic book store regularly when someone told me it was a thing in like junior high. Oh, interesting. It was uh, The Tick. They introduced me to The Tick and like New England comics. I was going like, to say, New England comics. You can send away. And that's, yeah, that's is, that, is that like a, a, a like IDW? Is it yes. like the, the house that yes. produces them? It was. But also yeah. a comic book store, right? It was also a comic book store in the Boston area. Are you guys both from Boston? I am. You're from Boston. I will be. You will be one day. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, is that where Jack Benny is happening? I'm going there. Is that where they're taping the shadow? Tell everyone I did a Jack Maybe Benny. Maybe I can intern. <laughs> <laughs> yes, reaction. everyone should know that actor did a, bl- a Jack Benny. And so He's a uh, real impression dork. <laughs> Yes, so, uh, yeah, I do everybody's takes. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> and slow burns, whatever you need. I'm not looking forward to that, to seeing that on me, just because I'm a little, mm-hmm. Anyway, so what, uh, uh, so you started reading them in junior high, for reals, yeah. like went to the comic book store and started picking out your own. Yeah, I had, a, there was a good comic book store in the neighborhood where they would. Where do, now, where did you grow up? I grew up outside D.C. Okay. And there was um, Big Planet Comics, where you could go in and there was a guy who, I don't know if he was supposed to do this. But he would recommend, um, he'd recommend stuff like, "Oh, if you like this, sure. check this out. And if you don't like it, bring it back and swap it out." Like that was okay. The, but I'm not nice. sure is kosher, but right. He turned me on to like the non-superhero stuff. Okay, I mean, yeah. That was high school. Yeah. When I was driving to. to get I re- the only thing I read in junior high was Spider-Man, and um, I can't read it now. Really? I yeah, I can't read it. I, I read almost everything else in Marvel. Like the current, uh, the current Spider-Man? Yeah, this current, I don't even know what it's up to. But yet. for years, uh, I haven't been able to read it just because it's too quippy. It's sort of like really? trying to start reading Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy now. <laughs> I'm like, I already get sarcasm. I don't really... I'm good. <laughs> and so, Do you read Ultimate Spider-Man? Then? I don't. I don't do the Ultimate Universe at all. Do you do the oh, Ultimate Universe? Oh, I think universe? they're all so much better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Ultimate. Yeah, go back to the first Ultimate Spider-Man and... 
just start reading. Yeah, his... I'm going to throw away the 4,000 comics that we own right now and start over you on the... You really should. <laughs> you know, she's got some good stuff. Keep some of it. You already checked it out? She has it all on the bed. I'm, I'm, sor- I'm, I'm in the process of sorting because it needs to be filed, and we have uh, probably five months of comic books there, and Jeez. we buy... There's just too many comics, you know? Oh, I know. And... I, I culled... Uh, I'm, I'm almost done. Oh, really? Like, I'm Going through your boxes? Like five books a month now. Uh, oh, wow. And after that, I'm just going to get collections... If yeah. there's something I'm really curious about. You buy like about. 40 or 50. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, I used yeah. to, yeah. Those will stack track. right up. Those will uh, stack yeah, right I'm, up. Exactly. I'm not, yeah, I'm not buying everything that I used to, but uh, I go for authors now. Is that yeah. they call them? Writers? Writers. Yeah. Comics? Authors. <laughs> like I'll, I'll go mm-hmm. for, you know, those guys. That Your Gaimans. Like. The Bards. No, the Bards. I can't, I can't, I can't you don't like Neil Gaiman. Gaiman. I don't, no. I don't dislike him. It just no, no. feels of a certain I like Sandman. Mm-hmm. Like I could get through all of Sandman. Right, have we, we have the ultimate. No, but oh, the the to no, read but Sandman. Like, go back and look at it. It's, I read it in college. Yeah, but that's that's ten. Years I just ago. read it. Is that when it was. It was out? one of the first things that Andy. Here's what happened. It's happens. a good gateway. It's and a good start. He's Peppers. just like, well, I think top ten was the first thing he gave me. I don't know if you ever oh, read which that. Which was really fun. Yeah. It was really fun, and I remember I was on the road, and I he let me take it, the last couple, and I read the last one where the uh, last couple ones where the dog, the sergeant mm-hmm. dog from Hill Street Blues or whatever, <laughs> is dating. Some human, mm-hmm. and I called him. I was like, "What the hell is happening in this comic book?" He's like, "So you threw him away, right?" That's it. I burned him in effigy right then, and, uh, and I called the tea party. And uh, but the uh, but that that was one of the first ones. And then he like handed Sandman to me. He was like, "All right, I think you're ready." There's 75 issues. I'm like, "What just Probably happened?" Only like four collections. Right? Right. It was, but it was uh, it was issue. And then I read Mike Carey's uh, Lucifer. Uh, which I could not get into. I, oh, read a little I don't go for much fantasy stuff anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I don't. What, like... Yeah. When did you start reading, Mister Mister Black? Around the same time. Yeah. But, like my my dad had all his old uh, comic books, and he had a lot of Sergeant X-Men Rock. And... He's not that old. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, he's in his more buddies like, old comics. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, no, I think they did a reprint of of it in the seventies. There actually were some uh, like fighting. Uh, you know, World War the II Merc. comics. Yeah. Uh, but it was mostly the early 60s uh, X-Men and Spider-Man and uh, Avengers oh, okay. and that kind of thing. And uh, those were those were the gateway for me. Right. And then when, but I, I turned into not a Marvel person. Okay. I like the, uh, yeah. He's, he was, he had a DC you, Did you go DC yeah, for I did. a while? Because I like, I like the icons and I like how different writers try, approach these icons. You know, right. I've read Batman in almost every iteration Okay. On, on and off for 15 years, I guess. How old am I? Almost 50. Right. Exactly. And internally, I was born about 50. <laughs> Have you ever heard of? Um, well, you've heard of him, but I I don't know how to pronounce his name. It's Busiak. Oh yeah, Kurt B- Busiak. Yeah. Busiak. Okay. Do you know or? Yeah. Have you met? Yeah. Nice. No, I've not met him. Right. Right. But you, you, the rumor mill. Yeah. How to pronounce his name? Excellent. Uh, he, he does. He writes DC stuff a lot, doesn't he? Even though he I haven't read. He started. He got his yeah. big start with Marvels, right? Well, did, did he write, what was that Untold? Untold Tales of Spider-Man. Which was great. It was great. It took place you in between the Stanley issues, like the Stanley run of the old, the 60s Spider-Man. Yeah. It was like, he would say, this takes place between issue six and seven, and go on a tear. And, like, and you so. didn't need to know those issues. I mean, I never went back and read, like, the early, early stuff. Right. But they stood on their own, and they mm-hmm. were just that in that style without being uh, slavish to that style. So what do you... Because the thing is, I have a hard time reading DC 
Like, I like more indie stuff anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, sort of weird one-off-y kind of... Mm-hmm. Like, I like Chew and Unwritten. I hear that's great. They're both they're both amazing. Unwritten I read some of. I will have to get the collection. But I'm a huge Harry Potter nerd. So, I mean... Is that the Harry Potter one? It's the it's essentially if Harry Potter yes. um, grew up and was a slacker jackass. Yeah, and, and uh, his dad was... Uh, wrote, was J.K. Rowling. Yeah. And, and then all of a sudden, Voldemort shows up and he's like, what the hell just yes. happened? And he's it like, really hey, fun. it's all real. It's really... <laughs> A well-told story. I like a lot of those things yeah. that Vertigo is putting out now, but I'm like, I've got to just read them all together. Right, right. Um, yeah, the episodic thing took me a while to get used to, because you're like, well, now what happens? Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, we wait for a month. That's what <laughs> well, we do. That was the worst as a kid, where you have no concept of time. Absolutely. And it was like, like, I didn't even next, know they came out every month. Yeah, yeah. Next <laughs> issue. When will that be? Who knows? Yes. Yeah. I'll just go to the store irregularly. Right, and if it's Planetary by Warren Ellis, well, best (laughs) of luck. Is that done yet? Yes. I can't wait to read it. (laughs) Was Was it that big, thick one that I saw? Yeah. Okay, that was the last one. Yep. I'll get those. I have all those collected. I'll have to reread them. Yeah, that's what you have to do for that. You have to, like, because they come out so far apart, Mm -hmm. and it's such a sprawling story that you go, all right, what happened again? And who are these people, and how am I? Yeah. I'm also reading Kill Shakespeare, which is uh, How's that? it's great actually. It's uh, I wish I knew more about Shakespeare, which is nice because <laughs> it well, turns out my myth, undereducation right? shown right up there in, uh, in the Iago. Oh, I've heard of those people. Yeah, yeah, Othello. <laughs> those are characters in the Come Latin. check our workshop. <laughs> <laughs> you, the, do you have a workshop? Shakespeare workshop? Please do. It's um, it's our next one. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's my problem with DC is that, is that I always feel like DC. They always play the insane card. Yes. Like, DC, everybody's insane. Mm-hmm. And in Marvel, there seems to be more regular problems. Mm-hmm. Like, Spider-Man's problem, for some reason, he is a poor superhero. I don't understand why he's a poor superhero, but he is. And, but, and Superman, nobody can beat Superman. Are you reading Irredeemable? Oh, yeah. Yes. Irredeemable's great. But yeah. you talk about a guy who, who doesn't, like... I don't want to talk bad about people, but the endings of his limited series have been... Oh, who's kind of, the guy who writes uh, yeah. Irredeemable? Who is that? Mark Wade. Yeah. Mark Wade. Am I thinking of Millar? I'm, I'm, I'm oh, you are thinking of Millar. Uh, okay. Sorry, hated, podcast uh, audience. Kick ass. I didn't hate it. It just didn't end well. I don't even remember the ending. I don't remember the chosen. ending. Talking, it was more Chosen and the other one. That I didn't read them. Short-lived. Well, Wanted. They just didn't... Oh, that's right. Yeah, they yeah, just yeah. didn't, like... Right. They were great premises, and then there was, like, that's the whole premise. Bye. Yeah, things Which have to. I mean, the th- it, it's like we were talking before the show. Uh, BTS, Ben yeah. Acker. Uh, A life happens before this show. Life happens <laughs> just previous to the taping, and <laughs> about, about, about Mr. Bendis, and um, and how I we're sort of done. We're taking a break from uh, except for Powers, except for the stuff that he writes his own stuff. You I know, stopped reading Powers five or six years ago. Okay, well, they only the come out at once are, a year. Yeah. So you're good. I just, uh, you are piling up. I wanna, I'll get to them next year. I just got the most recent Powers collection and had been not super happy with Powers. Right. Lately, it's, it was kind of... I wasn't, you know, it wasn't about the characters so much as, like, here's more world oh, right. stuff, I guess. I don't remember why I wasn't happy, but I love this latest collection. It's so rare. How dare you? <laughs> well, then, no, this what, latest, what's rare? 
Which I miss. But I the take snark. issue with um, uh, something with the minutia. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, I'll tell you this. What's wrong with this commercial? <laughs> that guy clearly. He, why would he wear those pants? Those pants are ridiculous on him. It turns on the pants, and he's wearing the wrong pants. A tomato would never sit. A tomato would exactly. never sit. You want me to uh, walk? It's a. I did a night of the best oh, vegetables so ever. Good. It, I don't have you, you guys tra- doing Tootsie. Yeah. Yes. Good call. Oh, is it one of your favorite movies? This is my top three comedies. Top three comedies. Uh, Wow, that's interesting. What are the other two? Um, Is Drones one of them? Drones is not. Drones is up there. Okay. Didn't you guys do drones? Don't trap us with drones questions. <laughs> it's this a, is not a Mike Wallace situation. This is real gotcha journalism. <laughs> Sin. Yeah. We well, like drones publicly. People come on the dork for us to really field the, the hard questions. And, Wait, uh, let me answer your first question first. Please do. Uh, Some Like It Hot. Some Like It Hot is a great movie. Which I'm out for. You are gone. I am. I, every time I try and watch Some Like It Hot. It has a slow start, it but I love Jack Lemmon. I think their their report. What about the apartment? You is, could just go there. I love the apartment. Yeah, <laughs> I love the apartment. Yeah, but uh, and his girl Friday is the other one. Yeah. His, oh, his girl Friday yeah. is fantastic. Love it. Right? Yeah, I yeah. Love that over here. Every time I try and watch some uh, some like it hot, it puts me in a real Hope and Crosby mood. I feel oh, like I like them doing the that road movies. Better. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Here's the I thing. I don't care for them. Uh, bringing up Baby uh, yeah. with uh, Hepburn and and Cary Grant. Uh, I got some people can't stand it. I've always enjoyed it. It's oh, yeah. uh but it's um but what uh and then I saw the musical version with Bing Crosby and Grace Kelly of the Philadelphia story yes, before high I saw High Society. I saw it first too. I saw it before I you saw Philadelphia story. Well, my parents were obviously insane and should have child services should have come. Uh, <laughs> my parents clearly. had nothing to do with my seeing those things. No. And <laughs> those you were, two. Those you, two movies. Okay, I was gonna say you were left alone. Latchkey. And uh, <laughs> so, you watched High Society. And he's watching and he's like, What's up with Bill Cobb? Just crying. Bing Crosby. <laughs> you yeah. have Bill Cosby and Bing Crosby. <laughs> I always do. You know who I? It's uh. You know what? I'm never afraid to admit here on the Dork Forest. Usually wrong. Usually wrong. Best of luck, people. Feel what? free to have the drinking game. Oh, it it's, makes me sad. Oh no, it's fine. Uh, it's I'm strong enough in my sense of self that I know that there are libraries full of things I don't know. <laughs> oh, have you tried ice sculpting? <laughs> I have. <laughs> That was a callback for you guys weren't around for it. You weren't you weren't around for it. It's uh yes, I have actually. Um, but Groundhog Day. One of the great movies that I, I will actually to... watch over and over again, mm-hmm. which is absurd. Sure. You're self-reflexive. Uh, I have not seen it in a while. I picked out a stack of my it holds DVDs up. to holds rewatch up quite and say, am I ever going to see these again? Uh, or am I going to get rid of them? And Groundhog Day was in that pile. Have you I'll, watched I'll watch Tootsie lately? Yeah. Because I have a hard time I with it, it holding like every up. Year. Every year you watch it. Okay. Well, maybe I'll try it again. What are, your, what are your issues with? My issues with Tootsie is that I don't think it holds up as well. I'm not saying it's not always going to be better than Mrs. Doubtfire. I'm always <laughs> going to say that it will be. It's no Willow. Uh, what? Oh, anyway, I can't get through that. Willow? <laughs> but I don't, I, again, I don't do fantasy. I'd rather watch Willow than Lord of the Rings, quite honestly. Uh, oh, all, we, we you can, know what? We can talk you can about, watch them both. We can oh, talk really? about Lord of the Rings if you want. <laughs> Well, what what are your three favorite comedies offhand? Lord of the Rings. Lord, Lord of the Rings. Rings. Lord of the Rings Willow. Willow. <laughs> Reloaded. Sure. Um, and no, Red. My favorite three comedies? <laughs> Red. You I, liked Red. I didn't dislike Red. I had fun during Red. I, really I heard Red was that. fine, and was, I heard Expendables was okay. I did not see Expendables. Okay. I heard that they were also the same movie. That's what I heard. Oh, I was Red. There was a great, um, there was a great glitch in Red. Like the thing that was that Helen Mirren. Uh, she was she was yeah. really fun, but yeah. there was this there was this shot of the vice president's um, gala that was just like 
B-roll like extras are goofing <laughs> off and we're going to put it in the movie. Like it was uh, it was this band like the, you know you start at a gala you strike up the band, right? right? The guy striking up the band had a trumpet in his hand. And so he one-handed like yeah, let's do this. Like he just <laughs> gesticulated, like I don't care about this, but I'm, stri- I'm the guy that's gonna, as an extra, strike up this an band, and I'm wave. gonna do this. Like, uh, go ahead, go ahead. And then uh, also, I'm gonna turn as the camera goes, so it sees me the whole time, uh, and oh I play God. the trumpet in the band. Like this guy, it's just the establishing shot of the gallery. Right. This guy just couldn't be less right to be the band. <laughs> than and they're like, yeah, let's use that. Oh, good for them. Red was inaccurate. No, I'm saying that it stood out because the whole rest of it was so grounded. Did you think you were seeing the movie Reds with Warren Beatty? <laughs> I thought no. I was eating the candy. Wait, did you see that with Warren Beatty? <laughs> uh, was no. Warren Beatty in that movie? Where is Warren Beatty? Why isn't he working? Let's call him. Uh, maybe he'll call. <laughs> My favorite comedies. Yes, please. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Sentimental really? favorite. The first. Okay. Only a sentimental favorite? I don't know how well it holds up. It holds up great. All right, then I'll all right, all right. Uh, yeah, no, I, I can't not like that movie. Um, I love Real Life. Oh, which, which early one? Albert Brooks. Okay. The difference between fr- I was told that uh, old Albert Brooks and new Albert Brooks. Difference between Friends and Seinfeld. Wow. And uh, <laughs> weirdly funny. enough, like Defending that. Your Life and Mother, two of my favorite movies. I love Defending Your Life. Yeah, Defending Your yeah. Life is great. And I have a soft spot for The Muse, not because it's great or anything. I never saw it. But when I first moved to L.A., mm-hmm. uh, people were like, let's go to a screening of this. There's oh. a test screening. And we went to the test screening, and Albert Brooks stood two inches away from me mm-hmm. and said, ah. listen, we're not going to have you fill out cards. We're just going to... Um, we just want to see this with an audience for the first time. So thanks for coming. You have my gratitude, and I'm going to sit in the back and watch this with you. And it was so cool. That's it was great. so yeah. what we want out of Albert yeah. And that'll, that'll do. That'll mm-hmm. make you like a movie better. Do you than... like... Real life better than what's the other one? The ones that are Lost in to. America, Lost in America, yeah. and the other one, Romance. What is modern that romance. called? Modern, modern romance. Modern romance. I do, I do. Interesting. We watched Real Life recently, and uh, you didn't think it held up. No, it didn't hold up as well as I thought. He's so great in it, mm-hmm. uh, and Groden, and it's great, so smart. Right? And Groden is great, and the mom from Gremlins is great. She's all right. Uh, but I have to watch the other ones. We'll watch Gremlins and then watch it. I watch Gremlins every Christmas. Can... Gremlins and Die Hard are my favorite Christmas movies. <laughs> That's from uh, Twitter. Hmm. That's from Twitter. That's right. <laughs> Follow me on Twitter at Ben Blacker. At Ben Blacker. <laughs> and uh, you're? I am uh, at B N A C K E R. I cannot have the E in my. You can't have the E. This someone is so took embarrassing. it. Another Ben Acker. This is All so right. a lot like me. Embarrassing. Got married to a lady who. <laughs> Uh, you should buy it from him. Uh, probably gonna. With all your he's a millions fish, he's of dollars. A, yeah, yeah, he's a, he's a fisherman, this other guy. He got married in wedding tackle, like on his vest. Oh, and it was sweet. the only, before we started doing the show. Where's he from? The, uh, Southern California. Southern California. And it was the, only, the only, if you Googled uh, my name before we started doing the show, this guy would come up and he'd come up getting married. So if you were a lady Googling me mm-hmm. early in the use of the internet, mm-hmm. you'd go, oh, that guy, because he looks like me too. Oh, okay. He's totally getting married in Oakley's and a Oakley's and yeah. like his waiters yeah. and also yeah he's married like um, his uh, hooks on his vest oh okay mm-hmm. wow is nice. that tackle that is Amazing that tackle. I believe I believe that is that is tackle alright uh. <laughs> I, I, we, we use what's my line rules here right <laughs> am I using that correctly am I saying yeah, that it's, uh, form it in the uh, sign of a sentence <laughs> 
that it wasn't a <laughs> sentence at all. What I just we'll said right there. Right. Yeah, let's fix that in post. That's yeah. I, I, post production for all you guys who aren't in the film business. And guess what? Uh, I do almost no post. Uh, you know who production. does some post is uh, Patrick Brady, who I did not. Uh, it's Brady, Patrick Brady. But I grew up with a kid named. We'll fix that too. But I right. Well, Patrick think Brady. about Patrick, and he's listening right now because he's going to fix this audio. Oh. But he is great. But I I grew up with a guy named Pat Grady, and Patrick Brady is the audio fix-it guy, who's mm-hmm. awesome, and uh, Mike Rickberg is the music guy, who's awesome. And uh, Do your credits in the middle. I do my credits in the middle. <laughs> That's bold. It's, well, let, let's get back it's to Mark Barron and how good he is at yeah. interviewing people. He really is. And then it's oh, he's even, great. Absolutely. He sets a table that is like laid bare, like everything. We're going to talk about it. I'll talk about my stuff. You talk mm-hmm. about your stuff. It's so... Uh, I was just on the show, and I said to him, the greatest thing about his uh, his thing is that he's like, I'm opening a vein. Care to join me? Yeah. And you're like, yes. Yes, I do. For some unknown reason, I will tell you things I did I wouldn't have told anybody. Well, we're, that's what we're talking about in this room, like yeah. in this space. Like, it's so, it's so interesting. To yeah. get. It's super interesting. I mean, this is... Um, I love, I mean, I, I love Dork Forest because I, I get to learn things about things I don't know anything about. I, what I am looking for people out there, and I understand Neil Gaiman is one, but I, it doesn't have to be a famous person. I'm looking for a bee dork, someone who knows something about bees. Did you hear that they found out how the, why the bees were dying? They found out? Yeah, they found out why the bees Murder. were dying. <laughs> well, was this on Doctor Who? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. And uh, no, I guess it was some sort of, it was an actual disease. There was an actual flower well, that's virus. Not really finding anything out, <laughs> well, no, I could have but... guessed that. <laughs> All right, Captain Scientist. After I ruled out foul play. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was foul play. Well, they thought it was cell phones. They thought it was cell phones for a long time. Oh, that's yeah. right. Right. Is this but the X Files taught us otherwise. No, no. Uh, I heard hearsay. Uh, I find out all of my news uh, by people doing bits about them. I could. I, I actually am two degrees away from a B expert. Oh, are you? The, the so, person who made that B documentary. Oh, I could make a call. Dun, dun, I could dun. make a call. Okay. Maybe we get a B person. Maybe we show. get a B person here. Maybe they like cashews. Maybe we don't do. know. There's cashews here. There are cashews. There are, if, if you're allergic to nuts, there's some nuts in the <laughs> cashew. Wow. Okay. That joke. When you said you said that joke 40 times before, I didn't realize you meant today. (laughs) Oh, just today. I've already said it to Ben Blacker once. I didn't hear it. I thought it was charming. Ben Acker. He was taking a tour of the house. Anyway. He's taking a tour. He turned around, essentially. He's a real architecture dork. (laughs) Uh, I'll tell you what I like about your show. Oh, yeah? If you'd like. Please. We were talking about what you like about Marin's show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, We have a friend who has a show called Mortified. Right, where he examines. get mortified, right? Mm-hmm. That's him. Oh, you should have him on this. Show. You should have him. On this I would love to. I I have submitted for get mortified, really? and he uh, I'm mortified. Uh, he wouldn't. No, he was into it, and then I didn't fix it enough or uh, something. Uh, I don't know what happened. He's a stickler, but his show is about like the childhood moments that everybody has that where they feel terrible about their lives. Right. That bond that that it's universal and bonds us. And I think you're doing a similar thing in, in exploring the nerdy qualities of everybody. Uh, you're making it universal, and right? Right, and it's great. a safe space. It's 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 shedding some. It's opening a door on whatever dark secret that you really like. Paper airplanes, do it. Let's hear about it. Why do you love them? Really, Blacker? Really? That sort of <laughs> judgmental, screwed up face. I was great just trying face. to figure out how into paper airplanes someone could be. Oh. There was a, I had a guy on. I'm had, glad you asked. Uh, glad you asked. <laughs> had a guy cool. on. Talked about uh, model airplanes is what he was really into. Oh, well, but he sure, made a dark forest it, yes. model but airplane. Paper. <laughs> but they're made out of paper and balsa wood. And then you spin it with a rubber band and it flies. Oh, sure. But he has uh, old timey, uh, like from the 20s, um, where he'll make uh, uh, 
a model airplane, and then he will unmake it and put it back in the box and put it up in the thing. So he'll make it, Wait, look at it for like a month, and then put undo it, take mm-hmm. it apart, put it back in the box, and put it on a shelf of wall of model airplanes. Did you ever do models when you were kids? It was a boy thing. No. I, I never did, did it. A couple, like two or three models Nerd. with my father. No, it's like a nice family. Oh, you and your dad did it yeah. together? Oh, that's kind of neat. Yeah, it was freaking adorable. It I had is a good adorable. childhood. Come on. What are you going to do with that? Nothing. Except for just live your life out. <laughs> Go home and watch High Society, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I'm just there. They did not leave me alone to watch old-timey movies. <laughs> Read old-timey comic books. And now all I right. old-timey radio. I don't want all right, our hour is up. <laughs> all right, your hour is up. I'm just no, going to cut them off. I want to say this about... <laughs> this, listen, this mic is still working, right? You are. <laughs> when, and when it turns into riffer, I tend to look at riffing, I tend to go, oh, people are having too much fun. What else is yeah, on this I'm list? get back on track, which I appreciate. Wait, was I riffing? I'm sorry. I feel like you can only No, it was be... nice. It was nice. I'm, I'm pro-riffing. Are you, you kidding? You can only be so freewheeling in a uh, On a podcast. podcast. It's The structure is really the biggest part I of I like the... your structure. It's a... Uh... I have to tell you she that... She thinks I'm kidding. No. No, no. no he's, it's... he's a structure guy. He is it... Oh, okay. The All right. The way the, the way the show's set up. Yeah. Okay. It's a... Uh... I like you keep us on task. This is... It's very... Well, what I, what I liked is... And I didn't want to talk about it was... Uh, because I was going to do some research into it. And so you'll like this about me, too. No research prior yeah. to this. Why would uh, I get uh, Mr. Acker, Mr. Ben Acker, I got uh, the email said, I tend to talk about Radiolab whenever I meet somebody who's never heard of it. I never, I've never heard of Radiolab. <laughs> what the hell oh. is it? Is it a oh. band? No. no. It is uh, the best podcast you're not listening to. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. Well, she's only listening to one podcast. I know. And right, I'm right. saying this is the actually, other best one. Really? Uh, yeah. I, listen to, I, I actually only Who listen to Tolkien favorite? Professor, that podcast, which is, uh, he talks about uh, the world of Middle Earth. Anyway, um, oh, at length, I'm people. surprised I haven't listened. Uh, how, no, how much no, is there, <laughs> no, you're not. How much not. is there to say about it? Like, uh, a plus the, two sword. <laughs> uh, the nature of uh, trade in uh, Tolkien's universe, uh, how <laughs> tragedy is used in uh, in different <laughs> things. Uh W- the role of, w- of feminism. Oh yeah, it, uh, we're talking thirty-five episodes, people. Uh, do you know what that feels like? Almost thirty-four too many. Except for that, when you listen, it's a it's like a a dorkgasm of they're still talking about it. How it's long awesome. is this podcast? It's anywhere between a half an hour to an hour. Wow! And thirty-five of them. It's ca- Tolkien professor. Do it on yeah, do I it on that. iTunes if wow. if you want to hear something. And it's all he is is he's an English professor at Washington University in Kansas City. Does he? Well, is he at least this yeah. is a course that he's putting online? Like no, is, no, no. Oh, he has a course. He teaches a course. This is but not the same move. Yeah, yeah. This is totally. I would love to have him on. You know, uh, you should, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. We, we I don't know how to make Skype work. Their lives their own you should have him on. A B person, Nadelberg. <laughs> so what does Radio Lab talk about? Old timey radio? No, Radio Lab is um, old timey science. It's not old timey. It's regular timey. It's new timey. It's, it's new timey. Yeah. Um, it's science. It's, um, oh, it's a it's, science It's science podcast. in the style of This American Life, almost. It's like where This American Life will... Friday Science Day kind of thing? No. It's, um, it's, this American Life will take a, st- a theme and do stories on the theme. Right. Radiolab will take an idea and then solve it using science. Like, uh, sleep. What's the deal with that? We asked some scientists about it, and they're like, cool. here's why you dream, and here's how ducks sleep. Isn't that interesting? It's, their goal is to demystify science. They're right. That is interesting. Of, a bun- yeah. It is interesting. Yeah. Uh, they that's talk to not, a bunch of scientists in a very and get them. Way. Yeah. They're trying to get the scientists to tell the stories that they tell at cocktail parties. Like, yeah. What is the entertaining thing about you touching brains all the time or whatever? Wow. It's fascinating. But the last but thought of a expert. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then the next thing that happens is... Uh, uh, it is a, a guy who's like a sound engineer. Okay. And a guy who's an academic. Okay. So, 
those two skills <laughs> combined. Super fun. Yeah, well, that I mean, the thing is, is at least they overlap, and, and if one of them goes a little, one of them weeds off, the other one can go. No, 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 focus, focus. But so We're the, back to the it. construction of the thing is interesting. Like it's, it's, yeah. it's put together in an interesting way, and then they have access to like Oliver Sacks telling mm-hmm. a, a joke or whatever. Right, right. Like it's it's a uh, because people are on board. Place. Yeah, that's great. Uh, yeah, uh, there will be a link in the notes section, ladies and germs. Oh, I saw your germs? notes section full of links. It's so good. Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh. It's it's just a rattle. And then I have, like, an iPhone and an Android app that has extra content. The extra yeah. content, by the way, is just me telling my husband about the show. <laughs> and him going, what? What happened? They said, what? Great. Last time, great. it was, uh, I didn't know who uh, some incredibly famous musician was. Um, your song? He Elton wrote, John. It was, uh, no, it, but who wrote it? Uh, <laughs> and guess what? That's going to go back in the notes section this time because I still don't know who it is. Thanks for playing. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what about web comics? You guys, do you, do you re- ever read no, comics I online? No, I don't have time for them. You don't have time for that. You don't have time for joy. Exactly. No, I don't actually read a lot of web comics either. I, I've seen I read them. books, Jackie. Do you read? That's right. You're no, a voracious Le- reader. No, I've talked enough. You talk about Let books. Ben talk about web comics because he has some you want to He's got recommend. two that he wants yeah. to recommend. You can recommend them. I like questionable content. All right. They managed to tell a long story in a way. They managed to spread out a story that seems simple and it goes for years and it never feels sprawling. It's all personal Is it daily? relationships. Yeah, it's daily. And it's oh, daily. That's exhausting. So much work. Um, yeah. It's not a lot of work. To read or to make? To, to make. Read. Oh. <laughs> you guys. This is like, um, you guys are going to end up falling in love at the end of this podcast. Oh, that was pretty yes. hilarious. The four of us. <laughs> and wait, who's the four? Well, that's it, Elijah. Oh, welcome. Elijah uh, Wood is here. And the, uh, E-dubs? <laughs> the other one is, uh, the other uh, daily webcomic that I read is called American Elf. And it is a project uh, of James Kochalka. Who uh, he he writes a he writes it's like a, it's a daily um, journal like a here's what happened today in four panels in the life cartoons. of an elf no in his life but oh, in he his draws life. himself as an elf and his family as elves okay but not like, is he all depressive like no, crumb no okay he is he retains a childlike um, joy at the world and amen so he has two kids <laughs> yes and he plays with them like that's it's um. And has a wife and, and has to have an adult relationship with her. It's uh, it's charming and it's and because lovely. he does it, because he's done it for years and years and years and it's four panels a day for years. Right. It's the volume of the thing that is Essentially, kind of you know what it will be? A gift to his children when he is gone. Mm-hmm. It's like, remember Absolutely. when this happened? Have you ever read any of Kyle Baker's sort yes. of family comic strip oh. stuff? Family, no. Yeah, he does. Oh, that's he does. like the more the more recent stuff. Yeah, the more got. recent stuff. Like, uh, Which I hear is great. It is great. He did, um, you know, he did the art for Captain America Truth, mm-hmm. the Black Captain America one. I love his one. art. That, yeah. yeah. And he did um, the plast- my favorite Plastic Man. Yeah. Oh, which did you is read so that? much fun. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, oh, Special Forces, where the autistic guy uh, uh, hmm. gets tricked into enlisting in the army and goes to Iraq. What? Oh, I never it's, read that. Oh, my gosh. Special Forces, Forces is pretty great. Uh, and, and I, I think it's collected now stuff. too, and it's done. Yeah, so. we had Robert Mitchum as the villain. Yes. Yeah, you are here. Was you are here, and something on Life on Saturn or something like that was yeah, the other one, which were they were really fun. What oh, that was a episode of Thrilling Adventure? <laughs> no, no, no. I was like Robert <laughs> Mitchum. Be, what the but, hell? <laughs> it's, uh, uh, no, these are his uh, Baker's earlier. Oh, Baker's works. earlier stuff. Oh, okay. I forget who put them out. Oh, cool. But they were big. They were uh, tall for. Yeah. Times. They were like. Uh, between a comic and a graphic novel. Okay. That size. Oh, wow. Okay. So, so yeah, just I'll have a to read this thicker. newer stuff. 
Yeah. So what books are you reading? What do you like you fiction or nonfiction? <laughs> nonfiction. I no, I read all the time. Uh, I, both are I love fiction and nonfiction. I tend to read the nonfiction I tend to read uh, is about movies or music. Okay, sort of uh, entertainment of industry stuff. kind of stuff? Or yeah. like like autobiographies or some biographies, that kind of thing. What uh, music book have you read recently? What what musical artist recently, have I not heard I read, of? <laughs> oh no, I, it's not about people it, you've never heard of. I okay. read a not very good book called The Beatles' Second Album. Oh, okay. And it was just an exploration of The Beatles' Second Album, which was released in America, different than it was. It actually was never released in Britain, because uh, huh. it was just an American thing, culled from singles and things, and why does this album exist? And right, right. here's how The Beatles were screwed by their many uh, recording companies and all Contracts that and all that. Yeah, it was an interesting look at the music industry when the Beatles were just emerging, but overall it was not a very good book. I remember uh, Letterman says that it's full of weasels. That's what they say. Is that that's true? Do you think that that's true in the Capital music Records? industry? Yeah, probably. probably. And uh, uh, 72? There's a, there's a terrific <laughs> Beatles book that is on my uh, next to my bed where all my books live um, called The Beatles in America. And it's a huge uh, doorstop of a book. Okay. But it's supposed to be fantastic, and it's about the cultural impact and what was going on in America at the time and what happened when the Beatles came and how things changed. Which would be a great way for people who only listen to music and don't know anything about history to learn what was happening in America in 1967. My education is fine, Mm -hmm. but to read the specifics of these things and, you know, to... To get it's a different angle on American history well, to look at it through, and this so much and, stuff happens. Oh, absolutely. E- mm-hmm. Even like twenty years from now, if you say the name Valerie Plame or whatever, yeah, yeah no one's going to know who the hell you are unless you're a, of a certain age. Well, and that Decemberist song too is really yeah, good. It's a great song. <laughs> Does the Decemberist have a, a, a Valerie Plame song? Yeah, it's a great song. It is good. I love the. <laughs> I probably own that album that I haven't listened. I to think close it was a, on an EP or it was a single. A few okay. Years ago. Because I have the two jauntiest of song. It's a yeah. jaunty song. It was like the last fun song that they did. Because <laughs> that last album lot. was. I know I've never been that able. Epic. Uh, yeah, it was like sad story sack. cycle. Yeah. Uh, which I liked after seeing them live. Okay. Uh, we saw them at the Hollywood Bowl with the uh, LA Philharmonic, which was awesome. Oh, I bet. Yeah, like they are meant for the stage. That stage. Right, and a full orchestra behind them? Yeah, it was pretty amazing. That's amazing. That's and those amazing. songs are, you know, overblown and right, uh, right. theatrical. Right. It's a they, lot of fun. It, it, it makes you want to dress up in steampunk exactly. and get yourself a giant typewriter <laughs> and get on a dirigible <laughs> and fly away. Anyway, um, <laughs> the, so... The, well, what doesn't, really, when you're a Zeppelin or inside? <laughs> Almost everything makes me want to get a blunderbuss <laughs> and, and charge off into the world. So, what fiction have you been reading? Or what um, fiction might you suggest to I the haven't American been reading public? anything awesome lately. Uh, our friend Aaron, who uh, directs the Thrilling Adventure Hour, gave me a bunch of... Uh, Monthly at Largo. Charlie Houston. Monthly at Largo. Monthly at Largo. Charlie Houston. <laughs> Charlie Houston books, which I had read some of his... Um, he writes just short crime novels. Okay. Uh, which are really fun and, you know, have this great terse style. And they're kind of pulpy or are they noir? Yeah, they're definitely or... pulpy. Okay. Um, but very contemporary. Uh, and then he has these sort of vampire crime novels where he never says really? the word vampire. Okay. But these are people with a disease that basically makes them vampires. Oh. And they're 
fun. They're not as good as like crime stuff. They're victims too, if they That's have true. some sort of <laughs> terrible. And we like the uh, Richard Stark Parker. Yeah, books. I was thinking about that when we were talking this morning about it's so. Uh, I was telling the story uh, to a friend of ours and saying my wife. We went to see uh, True Grit the other night. Oh, did you? And my wife was like, oh, my God, that was so much fun. Do I like Westerns? And so <laughs> there's this whole world of movies and books and whatever that she's never experienced that she's going to. And I was thinking, we sort of had that experience with those Richard Stark novels where mm-hmm. I think you read one of the later ones, right? What, or was it the first one? Richard Stark was the pseudonym for uh, Donald Westlake, and he was writing gritty crime fiction. Okay. In the style of Jim Thompson, he started. And it was like this the killer inside me kind of book where mm-hmm. it was a robber kills the guys who crossed him and at the end of it uh he's arrested and it's fine because he got the he had his vengeance and he got the money but then uh the publishing company said can you uh, instead of having him get caught at the end of the book can you have him get away and do yeah. a series of this and, and the author said i will on the condition that parker the villain never get a kid sidekick or a dog <laughs> like, we never saw from this guy I will write him. I'll keep writing him. Okay. And he did for forty-five 30, yeah. years, the early sixties, <clears throat> till he just died last year, two years ago. And he took a break in the eighties, but he's been writing this series. And of even books. the ones that he came back and wrote were great. Were great. And so I yeah, love that it, stuff. the movie Payback and was there's based about on thirty of them. The movie Payback okay. was based on it. Payback, that good Mel okay. Gibson movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I watched that and liked it, and I bought the book. And he had just come out with his first new Parker book in a long time, so I read kind of the first new one and the first one. And then filled it in in my uh, in my travels around the internet. Alibris.com used yeah. to have like all these out of print books that you oh, get right. for cheap. And as soon as I finished, as soon as I got the last one, <laughs> they re uh, they reissued yeah. <laughs> they reissued them, and you can get them on Amazon. And like yeah. they all have nice, most nice of them, matching actually. covers. You can get most of them. You can get most of them, and they're great. They're never they never feel formulaic. No, it's never even like, though there's a formula. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's it's never something went wrong on the job. They're all professionals, and mm-hmm. it's always something to do with character. One of the characters peripheral to the story that is the complication. So. Right, and the main guy is always some sort of tortured. He's a uh, no, he's, he's a not, pro. Which is great. He's a, a quiet like he. Yeah. Okay. He There's talk. no soul seeking. Like I'm a big uh, Chandler and yeah. and James Cain fan, and uh, these Spencer for hire. Any? Yeah, of course. I love I Spencer Parker. Uh, fan more than anything. <laughs> I read a couple of those Robert Parker books. Yeah. Being from Boston. The they early, were, they were and they're all set, them. yeah. Uh, what I really loved by Parker was uh, were a couple of his westerns were fantastic. Oh, you know what? I didn't... I read... Uh, there's a crazy one where he was, he himself was obviously going through like a midlife crisis where he was... Uh, it was before the Jesse Stone books mm-hmm. and in the middle of... Which sound like a drag... Oh my God, Tom Selleck! God bless him. I hope he works forever. Um, but Do you think his name is Tom Selleck? Uh, Selleck. It's just Selleck. And uh, there's two of them. And uh, he has an evil That's twin. That's Tom Selleck. Tom's. It's a uh, yeah, p- possessive. And but the but I. That's not what but, I meant. You guys, I know, you should be here for this. It's great. But it's amazing. Thank God we're recording. Anyway, the, wait. So what was this one where he was having a midlife crisis? It, I think it's called Wilderness, okay. and uh, I suppose I should write that down for the notes section. Is it a Spencer book or is it? Outside? It is not. Okay. It uh, and it's it's not it's not a Spencer book. And I really like the earliest Spencer books, uh, the best, the ones that are set in like the seventies, mm-hmm. and because they're exactly as long as those books should be, in my opinion, hundred and eighty oh, sure. pages, yeah. two twenty max. Uh, the fact that there's a 600-page uh, poorly written novel in oh, the world God. is uh, <laughs> is is a crime, a travesty, and 
Uh, Shut up. Travesty. <laughs> yes, it's a travesty. <laughs> and but I do. Uh, but I never read his westerns. You know what I've read all Henley of. Only has a handful, I believe. What are they called? I, I wonder. Okay, well, I will uh, look. I like Elmore Leonard's westerns more than I like Elmore Leonard's oh, westerns. Oh, like, I've um, tried to read Elmore Leonard. I've never been able one, to. I think. And the short stories are yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, I never. I Louis L'Amour. I've read all the Louis L'Amours, but I've that was really? junior high on. Yeah. Wow, I've only read a few. Uh, my favorite one is where the lone guy helps somebody. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> I get ever, it. It's, <laughs> it's implausible though, right? In ever he on, wants to be lone. He's got like. 35, 40 books, right? And almost 10 of them? At one <laughs> point, the hero is trapped in some sort of box canyon or mm-hmm. something is happening, yeah. and he has to take his fist hand and make a fist, jam it into yep. a, a, a crack, <laughs> and then wedge himself up with one arm. While and, there are gunmen looking for him. Right, or there's water rushing. Because right. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be flooded out. He has to punch his way out of a canyon? He almost has to yeah. punch his way out of a canyon. It's it's the That's weird rock the climbing. the most American thing I've ever heard. Yeah, he, well, there's a reason Ragged was, he loved that guy. Uh, and, just to put a cap on the uh, Richard Stark, uh, the Parker novels, they are all that like 180 to 210 page, uh, page turners. And like the Parker, the protagonist, is not introspective. No. It's all about the action on the page. Like it's it's Hemingway esque in that respect. Right. That it's about what these characters do and, uh, you know, the brevity of the writing. But, uh, uh, what am I getting at? <laughs> it's well, you just wanted to make sure people knew they are not the six hundred page portal. No, they written. definitely are not. Yeah, and they're they're fantastic, and that's you know Charlie Houston writes that kind of thing too. Cool, um, and those Nero Wolf books were those were, were about the right. Those are more mysteries though. They're than very crime novels. It's it's a uh, Encyclopedia Brown for the grown up. They really are. Yeah, they really <laughs> they're quite are. nice actually. I didn't. I just read like three or four of them because uh, a friend of mine had them, and and he was like, "Well, you might enjoy these." <laughs> All right, I'll like, burn through those. Yeah, I like I like Richard Stark as a palate cleanser between big books like mm-hmm. a big oh, like I read Permanent Midnight. Permanent Midnight, which was um, they made into a, the Ben Stiller movie. Um, Jerry Stahl, a heroin junkie, comes to Hollywood, gets a job writing Alf, gets to afford more drugs, <laughs> more better drugs, and it's a written. It's, it's a, his memoir. Yeah, it's, okay. Um, it's a great, draining book to read because he's a good enough writer that when he goes on a heroin bender, right. you're exhausted reading it. Right, <laughs> so you're going like from that to that's how uh, how I read Harry Potter was. What's the opposite of this right. book? And oh. Then, yeah. I was offered those dragon tattoo books or the Twilight series when I was on the road in New York, <laughs> and I. And I sadly... Wait, wait, wait. Dragon tattoo? Uh, the, the girl, girl the who was sexually oh, right, right. tortured okay. in the yeah, foster yeah. care system was too long. Yeah. <laughs> so they went with dragon tattoo. Right, right. For a second, I thought that was like a young adult fantasy series. <laughs> it would be. Uh, it, and the fantasy is that she gets to live. And I was like, I couldn't believe that I was reading these books once I started because they're so well written. I mean, they're they're light. They're what, not... The I mean, Harry Potter? Uh, no, no, the, the oh. dragon tattoo oh. books. They're not densely written. But they are well written in that sort of sort of mm-hmm. light kind of and sure they and move along like a move, Stephen King book. Yes, they move they move quickly enough, but they're also well enough written that you're like, well, what the hell is going to happen next mm-hmm. to this poor human being? And then all of a sudden it's five thirty in the morning, and you're like, where's the next one? I and can't believe that. I hate it. People are crazy for those books too. I've never read them. 
Uh, I, I cannot recommend them. I cannot. That, uh, this is what I keep hearing. Like, I couldn't put it down. I can't recommend it. I can't. Well, <laughs> I mean, you. why don't you watch some Court TV and a little Nancy Grace right. and then uh, g- get some uh, SVU in, a little Law and Order, and then you can be uh, aware of the fact that most of the world thinks that uh, men just want to diddle small children and, and rape people. We don't. We don't. Uh, oh, we're out of time. Sorry. And we're out of time. We, we for... cut you off right before you said that. <laughs> <laughs> You're still on? That's, uh, yeah. It seems biased. They cut us off alphabetically. Oh. <laughs> Like they go height order over him. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Why. I'm I'm obsessed with it. It's uh, the listeners are like again with the with the dragon with the with the men are the are the bad guys because I was so angry. <laughs> I was so angry for like a month. I was angry. Welcome to a patriarchal society, everybody. Well, and the, and the, but the thing is, is it's like the backlash of it because now I have to be afraid of every guy that I ever meet in my life. Well, when you should be anyway. in real life, but the thing is, is I don't do. Like we all live a little bit defensively. Nobody's running down the street with their naked with money taped to their ass, screaming, "What's gonna happen? What do you think's gonna happen next?" Yeah, that's and- not what Ellie is like, you guys. <laughs> I know it sounds like it. I know you watch Castle, or that's in New York. What? <laughs> what non sequitur? Did you see one of, of our Castle Nathan fans. Fillion shows? No, but what I heard that he was. I came to the one um, with uh, Paul and uh, Paget and Paget, maybe. Yeah, I think it was, uh, and James Urbaniak was there, and it was... Those are all the regulars. Okay, well, <laughs> well, let me tell you, Sparks, Nevada, it was a couple of months ago, and uh, um, they were on Mars, obviously. Sure. And, uh, <laughs> and there was going to be... You don't have to grill her about what show <laughs> no, I'm she curious, came to. Uh, well, there, I just there was a meteor coming. There was a meteor coming, and... Uh, uh, and Haley's Comet. Haley's oh, Comet, that's what sure, it was. It was Haley's preacher. Comet. Yeah, 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 with the preacher. That was fun. Oh, it was really it was great. It was I left, and I was just like... All right, I'm coming every month, and then uh, I had to go on the road uh, and earn a living. <laughs> but uh, but everyone should go to Largo once a month, right? And you guys I sell agree. them out pretty quick, right? We have been. Yeah, yes. so it's been going well, and uh, and yeah. people are on board. It's been a lot of fun. It, it it's it's an awesome thing. Uh, and on that note, look at that: fifty nine minutes, fifty six seconds. Wow. Uh, except for crazy. should I edit out the phone call? No. No, no, we'll leave that in. Why would you? It's, it, well, it's a, it's a glimpse of my real life. <laughs> I'll edit out the plug for uh, for everything. We never did get to talk about Deadwood and how much you like it. Cocksucker. Cocksucker. And, uh, we'll and come back. We'll come back. <laughs> Do a full hour on Deadwood. And if either of you guys want to be in a, in a in a Deadwood LARP, huh? Anybody wants to wear a wonder what that is. A live-action role-playing game. I know Start hour is. two. Okay, what? Start hour two. <laughs> hour What's two. LARPing? And bang. It's a, what, you just wear a mustache and, and, and get to say cock, cocksucker Do you get sent on missions? It's an adult play date. It's a costume party with game mechanics. No, no, I know, I know okay. what it is, but how, like in a Deadwood... LARP. Uh, LARP. Oh, there's like, How well, we're in the, we'll be in the fourth episode in February. And, um, and so what's happened, what's weird is that the, cause I've never played one before and I'm not even playing one. I was a Mrs. Wu, uh, which was. That's not even a character. I know it. I was an adjacent character who was in charge of craft services. And, uh, so I would just walk around and say, white people no like that. White, put that down. White people. Okay. You're really in character. I, well, I did what I could. I, I brought the racism as, cl- as close to the edge as I could. Just like Milch does. <laughs> exactly. And uh, well, that's part of it. Is that is that we got because um, people what they are is your characters in that world. There's only one character who is from the show, and it's um, Wild Bill Hickok. Mm-hmm. And he hasn't even made it to town yet. So um, I know it. Well, it's like a prequel. It's a prequel. It's very much a prequel. And but like, there's a map that. Andy tapes to the to the tel- to the television of like where people have opened up their saloon and the brothel and the and we have it at the house and like 25 30 people come over and it's essentially let's play cowboys and Indians so do you 
chase each other around? Do you pay each and... other for sex? No, no, no. What? There's no. Well, yes, but unrelated. Right. Yes, but uh, well, the first the first game there were two people. Like the guest room is the brothel, right? Sure. So all of a sudden I heard a lot of noise, and I hang out with comics who can be assholes and usually get uh, <laughs> distracting. I, it's hard to shocking, <laughs> uh, distractingly drunk, and usually trash crap. And uh, I forget that uh, Andy's friends are all live action role playing games uh, people, and they're mostly nerds and scientists and dorks and geeks and lovely, lovely human beings. Sure. So the noise that they're making is simulated sex. And I yell, what the hell is going on in there? In a very stern, not in character voice. <laughs> and they're like, Oh, you get oh, a demerit for that. Uh, and well, what would Mrs. Wu be doing at uh, <laughs> the gym? <laughs> <laughs> well, she would not I, have been allowed in the front door, exactly. first of all. <laughs> I heard she was a doctor. The gimp will let her in. <laughs> That's my theory. Right now, there is someone in the Philippines. Uh, I digress, uh, as always. Uh, someone in the Philippines saying, I know I'm a dentist here. But what I really want to do is wash clothes for a living. I'm going to immigrate. And then people are going to make fun of me. Anyway, so be nice to immigrants out there. Hey, guess what? We went long and what the fuck? <laughs> I know. Black, Blacker's like, what is happening? I will never get closure on this. <laughs> nope. What? On which? The LARP game. Well, what? Come to one. Come on. Well, all it, I, what, what more is there? What, what, what more is the Never question? Never mind. We'll talk off, off. Uh, but the, mic. Th but the <laughs> thing, but you, we all think that it's we go into the woods and you throw beanbags at each other and scream lightning bolt, lightning bolt. But that that's, sounds fun, right? Which is a different game entirely. Uh, but it's not that. It's essentially you, you, you act out little scenes. So and, you're all in character. It's like a yeah. murder mystery party without the murder mystery. Right. With in, with a different theme. It can be a zombie live-action role-playing game. It can be a Sandman. Based on Sandman, they ran four well, of those. What do they do? They're like, did you make any dreams this week? <laughs> well, you mock, but yes. I'm not mocking. No, no, but that's it exactly. Just, that's just his voice. <laughs> yeah, I always sound like this. <laughs> you're like, what exactly happens? <laughs> what well, are you, stupid? I mean, I want I, to know. <laughs> no, just tell me what you're thinking. <laughs> and No, but so you walk up and you actually say something like, well, I'm thinking of starting a saloon. I understand. Because people walk in the door. They are handed uh, a five card. Everybody's had a deck created for them of, of, uh, of, their, of their powers. And their powers are uh, clubs are obviously strengths spades are is wits uh hearts are charisma and diamonds are money so if you are if oh, your see. character is a rich dude you get your your right. deck is high diamonds right but there are also other things and so like if there was a duel if someone said meet me at, at uh, sundown we're gonna have a shootout and it did happen you have an opportunity to play one of your cards to win and if you have an ace of diamonds and the other person has a king of clubs, you win. And then you get to make up the story of how you won. And what you did is you used all of your money to hire a gang of thugs to beat that person oh, up and not show up. Or you hired a gunslinger to come mm -hmm. in and fight for you, whatever the, the story is. And if it's... Um, I, I don't know if it's ever been an ace of clubs and an ace of diamonds, but one would imagine then it would be war. <laughs> and you'd go, you'd create the hilt of the sword, and then you'd go again. And be can, like, can someone else with a car, a useful card, jump in on that and be yeah, like, yeah. I snuck up on you. I snuck up on you, and then all of a sudden, look at this. Just like they used to say in the Old West. <laughs> after, only after. Well, you know, I snuck up on you, Wild like, Bill. Like one, of the, one of the whores might come up with a heart card and go, hey, I made out with you, so you didn't show up sure. for the thing. So ah. whatever, right? Oh, that's neat. 
Yeah, yeah. I would love to see a documentary about it. Uh, no, you wouldn't. Uh, no. I would. Would you? Because yeah. I think there is a documentary about it. The, Sign me up. Well, well, the great thing is, Put is, it in the links. Is, uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, I will look. Okay, you guys. Talk to me about some websites. Talk to me about your next show. When is it? Uh, this will probably air right before Christmas. So. Okay. Next show, uh, the next two Largo shows. Uh, Largo at the Coronet in Los Angeles, January 8th and February 5th. Uh, you can get tickets through our website, thrillingadventurehour.com, or through Largo's website, largola.com. Largo-la.com. We're also going to San Francisco Sketchfest oh, Sketch on Fest January the 22nd, which is a Saturday. We are doing two shows. Uh, so please, yeah, no, please, as of this morning, uh, please okay. come out and see. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to get some crazy guest stars. and uh, Yeah, because you, I mean, you had fun. Nate Fillion on. You had, um, you have James Urbaniak is in the cast, yeah. who plays Dr. Venture on the French Brothers. Mm-hmm. Paul Tompkins is Paul in the Tompkins regular cast. Busy Phillips is coming up. Uh, Allison Bree from Community. Danny Pudi from Community. John DiMaggio, regular contributor. He's yeah. a vendor from Futurama. Awesome. For you nerds. Yeah, John we Ennis had, from Mr. Show. We had what we, what we realized was uh, we called the Equinox. <laughs> uh, when we got Buffy, Freaks and Geeks, and DiMaggio in the show together, it yeah. was like, if you are a nerd for something, you are a nerd for many things in the yeah. show. Oh, my like, gosh. Your, your nerd services are... Is that going to be on iTunes? Oh, yeah. Well, no, that one? regular people. Well, the, Sarah Michelle Geller, whose name... I don't know how to say out loud. Uh, no, we we go deep, deep bench Buffy. Yeah, we, yeah. Have, uh, we go, we get the deep cuts. We have Juliet Landau. <laughs> oh, very nice. We have, uh, Tom Lank, yeah. great. Lank Bush. Great. Danny Strong did our show before he became the best screenwriter in the world. <laughs> in New York. Cool. He's All on right. The blacklist again this year, everybody. But yeah, these San Francisco shows will be a blast. And you can get tickets through the Sketchfest website, which is, I believe, sfsketchfest.com. Or you could Google it, Sketchfest San yeah. Francisco. Bay Area people, go to those shows. Uh, I wish I could go to those shows. Uh, January 8th, I think I'll be staring at somebody in Salt Lake City. Uh, I'm uncertain <laughs> what I'll be doing. But, professional uh, capacity or professional? <laughs> professional capacity. I like to stare at somebody in the audience and just go, no, I'm going to talk now. No, me. Me, 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 me. Mine. Anyway, uh, <laughs> this has been a treat for me. So I appreciate you guys coming out to the Valley. Van Nuys, very glamorous. Thanks for having us. Sure. Absolutely. Thanks for having us. It was great. All right. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh my god. Thank we you. why don't we just call that as the end of the show?